Mahal shoots safe. Smith the rebound stop. Another try. They score. Braden McNabb, his first of the year. Two to one Golden Knights. Live from the Finley Fox Sports Las Vegas Studios and live at LVSportsNetwork.com. Side of the net, extra passing. Smith settles. His shot knocked down. It's a loose puck in front. Now Smith scores. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show, your destination for inside access with the team, exclusive player interviews, and breaking news from around the National Hockey League. Here's your hosts, Darren Millard and Ryan Wallace. Welcome in Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. Ryan Wallace, Darren Millard, Chris Chapman, live inside the Finley Chevrolet Fox Sports Las Vegas Studios. Finley Chevrolet, home of the... Could have done a little bit different. Could have changed a couple of things up. Scoreboard and the execution. And yesterday, just the atmosphere in and around the rink. We always talk about best fans in the league. And that environment is sensational. And we talk about how electric the the players feed off that. But it's also up to players to feed the fans and get the fans going. It's uh, mutual beneficial to, to both. And yesterday, I just, from the very start of the game, it just felt a little bit off. Uh, we'll get into it. If you were at the game. Let us know. 702-876-1340. The lines are open right now. We are accepting calls. The first half hour is all yours. You can talk about yesterday's game. You can talk about the last couple, the contest against uh, Edmonton on Saturday, what you're seeing around the league. Thankfully, Seattle finally lost yesterday. Uh, (laughs) the, The push that's coming from Seattle and Los Angeles. Now this battle for the Western Conference, it is a hectic race that's happening, or the injuries and the the, the players themselves. So let's get into it here on Fox Sports Las Vegas and the VGK Insider Show. Mike, lead us off, pal. Yes, I wish I had your money. I would have bet against the Kraken yesterday. That was an absolute trap game for a Seattle. You know why I have a lot of money, Mike? Well, because you don't bet. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) I'm way ahead of you there. (laughs) I do want to ask you, because... I try to listen to everyone's podcast before they come to town, and the Detroit mm. one was similar to the ones I've heard before. And, of course, whether they beat Arizona tonight or not will, I think, reflect on how they'll play come Thursday, but we'll see. But the, the recurring theme in all the podcasts that I listen to is everybody's hatred or anger at this year's refereeing. Do you share that? Not everybody hates referees every game. I hate the referees well, on Thursday nights. They seem to be a little more aggravated this year. No, I, it- I, I can tell you, the referees on Thursday nights at 9.10 or 9.50, uh, I am on <laughs> those guys over at City <laughs> National Arena. I am uh, owning on them, uh, chirping them, and, and letting them. I, one, one night I st- blocker hand, and then the referee, and, and he was what, like the good guy. The other guy I was mad at, but he was the good guy, mm-hmm. and I I, we were looking through my equipment. We couldn't figure out where it went, and I had the puck in my blocker hand so nobody could see it. It was underneath my stick, and I got us a good five-minute break out of it, and I did it just
National Hockey League uh, <laughs> level, Mike. Okay. All right. It's it's no different, I guess, no matter who it is. Everybody thinks they get a raw deal. I do want to ask you, though, about uh, the coaching situation because it came up, and then one other thing, if you let me, but the coaching situation with uh, DeBoer and Cassidy and Montgomery all appearing in the All-Star game. Yeah, is the NHL more of an old boys network than the other sports? No, because this isn't an old boys network. This was based on winning percentage. That's how they got in. If they were voted in, or they were somehow uh, slotted in because of their their teams, and that. But this was purely a mathematical decision on who got to coach in the All-Star game. So uh, if, if you want to blame anybody, blame the nerds. And <laughs> that's not blaming me, man, because I'm the furthest <laughs> thing from a mathematical nerd that you can get. I struggle okay. in that department. It just seemed like the same guys are recycling in the pool every year. Well, that's because all. the guys are good. Yeah, it, well, apparently it is. That, uh, they're they're that, winning, that's and it. that's all that matters. Just one other thing. This came up the other day, just a, a discussion that has really almost nothing to do with any play on the ice. When do the players get paid? Is it weekly, bi-weekly? How do they get paid? I think it's twice a month. Huh. Twice a month is what I believe. But somebody will let me know on that because we have enough people in and around hockey that listen to the show every day. And when I am wrong, uh, they are very it's uh, a, hey, you're wrong, you jackass. Uh, but other times, it's just guiding me along uh, and making sure that I'm right. But I will find out for you uh, whether it's uh, every, I don't think it's every second Friday. Uh, I believe it's the middle of the month and it's the end of the month and it's based on number of days. Uh, wh- why do you ask that question? I'm just curious. Well, it, it came up because we were thinking, here's Logan Thompson making X dollars and here's Jack Eichel making Y dollars. But do they get paid the same day? I assume they do. Yes. Why wouldn't okay. they? Well, I don't know. I just, who knows? Like, but, I, I get paid the same day as Wallace, and I make a boatload more money than him. Well, That's of course true. you do. Yeah. That just <laughs> of course goes, you do. That just goes without but saying. He is the, he's the best bumper in the, on the ride. He, he takes every bump you give. Yeah. Well, no, no, Chapman's the bumper. <laughs> well, that's true. That's Chapman's true. The, if Chapman was in a pinball machine... He would be right at the top, and that pinball would never get down to the flippers. He is a world-class bumper. Well, I will always rely on you guys, all three of you for that matter, but you, Darren, it maybe is more than because you seem to have the worldly travel that these other guys don't have, maybe. Well, I, Wallace doesn't well, have you a do. passport. You travel a lot, yeah. and you get to see a lot of things, and I you've know. been there, done that in many, many ways, and... Frankly, you're older than the other two, so yeah. that gives you something. Well, yeah, well, you were you were right Definitely there older. until uh, until the older part, but I'm um, young at heart. Wallace doesn't have a passport, and and Chapman's not allowed in a lot of places anymore. So that's why that's why. Yeah, I'm Mike, I got, I got 50 stamps in my passport, man. You don't have 50 stamps in your passport. I have three. No, you com- don't. I have three total passports. Yeah. I have about 50 stamps. Yeah, well, those are passports. You're not allowed to, to count I, all those in your passport. Oh I, I can't go to Canada. Because, no, because you're, you're, Chapman, you're Chapman, you, Chapman, Chapman, you're the most world traveled. Yeah, of the I, I, I've been to freaking it's, it's Cambodia, fine. Mike. Let's go. <laughs> no, I wondered about Chris. Since you're sounding off, have you? Is there any interest in hockey in the uh, Far East? You know what's funny, Johnny Oduya, who who used to play in the NHL, actually for a while played in Thailand. They have a league oh. in Thailand, and Johnny Oduya played in Thailand. Well, they never thought hockey would work in the desert either.
as a co-host, and I'm not splitting my check with you. So uh, we're, we're going <laughs> to thanks gonna anyway. Let you go. Thanks, buddy. There's my mic. Uh, he leads us off every week, the start of the week, as we open up the phones on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Gives us a call. What are you thinking? Who do we got to get more out of right now? Where does this turn on this seven-game homestand? Stephanie, what's happening? Uh, so I I usually like to you know be more positive, but I I just can I rant just a little bit? Yes, I would love to hear you rant. Okay. Go for it. I'm I'm so frustrated with with so much blame being placed on the coaching right now, and it it just spilled over when I. Look at his defense was better and everything was better and I can't believe we got rid of him from the same people from the same people who when Pete DeBoer got hired were angry that he got hired that were cheering when he got fired like I I uh, how many uh, how much money was on long term injured reserve last year and that we missed the playoffs but he almost made it nobody's ever made it with that much on long term injured reserve. Right. But are saying that the losses that are happening now are on Cassidy, even though it's like a carbon copy of last year. We just have everybody hurt. I don't understand how how it can't be either it was the both coaches were bad or well, the injuries were huge. I can it's, tell you this. Pete uh, Pete and Bruce had a conversation yesterday before the game and I know for a fact Pete said, Know what you're going through. I, I yeah. know that for a fact that Pete said, know what you're going through. Yeah, I just, I, I had to get that off my chest because, my gosh, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I, I don't get how people can just completely glaze over the similarities from last year and this year. And they have the same records. They, they're they're they are right almost now. identical right now. So how can you, yeah, how right? can you we, think one guy is made it? over the top better than the other guy? Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't. You're like, uh, other yes. than this crazy rant that you're going on right now, which isn't that crazy, but it's crazy for you. Um, I mentioned last week that I would never be able to be buddies with somebody that took my job. Uh, but here's Bruce and Pete hanging out, having a conversation in the hallway yesterday. And uh, they're going to go to the All-Star game. They're going to hang out. Be able to do that with somebody that, that had your job? Or would um, you be a, a little bit uh, stand up? Because I am on record, no bloody hell that that's me in the hallway. Uh, you know, I, I think it's a little different in that situation because they're obviously still both head coaches in the NHL, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, I think it would be a little bit harder if one of them was not coaching, right? If Pete DeBoer didn't have another head coaching job, I thought that might be harder. I mean, I'm a stay-at-home mom. I quit my job, and I'm still friends with, the people I used to work with, and then the people that eventually replaced me, too. So, I mean, I think it kind of depends on mm. how how your exit went and how your life is going. I'm still, at mad, at, I'm still so, mad at the person that took my paper route when I was 13. So what we've established, Stephanie, is you're a better person than Darren Millard. Oh, guaranteed. That, that's I didn't, for I didn't sure. Say that. No, that's okay. That's okay. Everybody's, uh, everybody's I mean, um, uh, I've got a buddy who used to work in the National Hockey League. He hates everybody that followed him in one, two, three, four, five. He had five, worked for five organizations. And, and he holds a grudge against all five organizations and people that are there. And people that moved on and got other jobs, he's mad at those organizations. And I'm closer to that than I am just the... Uh, it's okay. I'm I'm back on the job, but uh, but I I, w- I wish I was more like you. 
I wish I was more like <laughs> you, Stephanie. Thank you. Um, last thing, can I, yeah. I? I would throw my passports in for the judging because I think I might be able to challenge Chapman because I've had a passport since I was a baby and I've been a lot of places. No, 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 no. You guys, it doesn't <laughs> work that way. Because those are not rollover, right? That, so, it's not so, the same thing. Uh, they it, do roll over because you've traveled to those places. You have traveled to those places. People who do not yeah. have a passport at all cannot chime into the passport conversation. No, no, it, this, I can talk whenever I want this, to. Chapman's here's not the muting thing. my mic. Here's the yeah. thing. What's, how many stamps in your passport right now? I have to count. Okay, get I, it out. I don't have it on me. I got mine on me. Well, you're Canadian. I mean, you never know when, when you're going to get go. stopped. Let's know? start counting them up. <laughs> I, I don't have Rich, mine. How many get it out. In, Stephanie, how oh, many stamps boy. in your passport right now? Your current passport. Um, in my current one, uh, oh, gosh, probably eight or nine. Because I went, I went to uh, Europe right after my son, uh, when my son was about a year old, and we went a bunch of different places. Okay, so. well, that's, that'll be more than Chapman has in his I current passport. I mean, that would be countries. Yeah. I mean, it's probably one for entry and exit to you, so. Okay. That's pretty good. Chapman, Chapman's <laughs> trying to add his absence. He was two and a half years old, no, and it doesn't work that way. I actually way. didn't get my first passport until I, I was eight. I got mine when 19? I was like a couple weeks old. Good. I'm happy for you guys. <laughs> I'm proud of you. I didn't leave. I didn't leave the province until I was 13. Uh, but but it doesn't matter. You Someone. can't cumulatively add up your stamps. So so like so just, sour. Until, he's not he's not the most world traveled of anybody expired. here, and he's so sour. I'm I'm gonna add mine up uh, as soon as somebody starts. <laughs> Love it. You're taking us down a different path here. Seven zero two six thirteen forty. Talk about passports if you want. Steve from Australia has got to be calling in right now. He and I have been going back and forth on Twitter. I owe him a long uh, email, uh, but which I'm going to get to him. Next week we're on the road, going to Arizona, and then we've got the three New York area teams. I'm going to get a lot done in catching up with people next week. So, uh, Stephen, uh, it's going to be coming your way. But uh, if you want to talk about passports, sure, go ahead. You can't add up all your passports and all those stamps. doesn't work that way. And then you've got the performance of the team lately and this Seven-game homestand. You're five games in. You're a game under 500. Uh, the home record's getting back to borderline break-even here. Uh, what is your biggest concern right now? What's your biggest clutch of optimism that you hold on to? Ooh. Ooh. I, well, I mean, the biggest concern, obviously, is is – the injury to Mark Stone more than anything else. I, I think it, with Stone out of the lineup the last two games, you've you've kind of seen what uh, the worry, I think, is for the Golden Knights if they don't have their captain. Emotionally, on the ice, everything that he does, he, he is a difference maker, and the Golden Knights don't look as dangerous or haven't looked as dangerous without him in the lineup. The balance of the lines isn't necessarily where you'd like it to be. Mark Stone means everything to this team. So right now, the biggest concern that I have is how long will Mark Stone be out of the lineup? And when he comes back, how close to you know the Mark Stone we got through the first 41, 42 games of the year, how close is he going to be to that player? Um, clutch of optimism is, you know, for me, I think that you can get more out of Jack Eichel. I think that there's another level that he can get to. He's... You know, he's been back in the lineup for a couple of games now after his injury. He's had some really big moments in those stretches. Um, it's been a quiet couple of games for Jack, but I do believe that 
you know, Jack has another gear. And if he gets to that gear, he's capable of dominating the game. And that's really what the Golden Knights are going to need in the absence of Mark Stone. We'll get into this in a little bit uh, just regarding the specifics of, of Jack Eichel. But love to hear what people think. Since he's come back from injury, it's it's been five games. It's been good, mm-hmm. off, good, off, off. And I don't know whether you saw the the piece on GoldenKnights.com that, uh, that Gary Lawless penned in... Mm-hmm. Ink on the keyboard, but ink they, on the keyboard. <laughs> he really took ownership of that, game. and and mm-hmm. specifically mentioned back to back Saturday nights. He's he's been off, and so he's very much aware of it. And it's going to be and and he said different line mates on, on these last couple of games. Uh, we we saw him take control. Was on his back and let's go. The last couple of games off. Is that just a product of uh, the up and down, a little bit inconsistent of getting back into a rhythm after missing a bunch of games? Because he he's showing us that he's ready to go. That work that he's put in with Misha Donskov and and getting ready to get back in, like he he came out of the gates flying. But is there that age old? You got all kinds of enthusiasm at the start, and then you level off, and and you you gotta uh, get back into the rhythm of the National Hockey League. That's where I'm looking at it right now. I will admit to you, I expect a just blow your doors off performance on Thursday because these guys are gonna be mm-hmm. so ticked off after what they've gone through the last two games. That said, I kind of expected it yesterday, and it didn't happen. Yeah, yeah. What did you guys? I, I'm think? right there with you. Oh, no, I'm right there with you. I thought, um, and it was interesting because after the Edmonton game on the post-game show, Mike actually ended up giving me a call and said, oh, I wish the Detroit game was on Monday. And I said, no, absolutely not. I'm, I'm looking forward to Dallas. After the slow start against the Edmonton Oilers, pushing the way that the Golden Knights did, I expected for Pete's return that that game on Monday was going to be a different type of game from the Golden Knights. I thought that they were going to have uh, a lot more juice, a lot more jam in that one, and it it was quite surprising to me um, that they came out as flat as they did and and the game kind of progressed the way that it did uh, against the Stars. I thought it was going to be a very different game, and I, like you, need to see it now on Thursday. I I don't really buy into the whole coach's return affecting the team that the coach is returning to play in the sense of when that was all about Bruce. There was some comment. The players were asked about Bruce, but there wasn't this overwhelming, let's go out and beat Bruce in, in our house. There wasn't that. And there wasn't that yesterday. Uh, players like Pete. And that was all about Pete coming home, Pete seeing familiar faces, Pete being around. But once the game started, it was, it was more of a, a, a regular, Pete being back in the building, but it wasn't a story about motivation and going out and beating uh, somebody that used to work for. Uh, There's probably more motivation beating Pete when he was in San Jose than there was Pete in Dallas because he coached here. Yeah, I, I think that there's, there's a degree of, of the narrative going into the game that, that should get you up for it. But then there's also the fact that the golden Knights were in in first place in the Western Conference. Uh, the Winnipeg Jets passed them. They had an opportunity to get right back there with a big win. You've got one of those marquee matchups with two of the best teams in the West going at it. I just, you know, you, you, you look at everything kind of surrounding that game yesterday. 
I thought the Golden Knights were going to be better. And, and I was surprised, again, that there just wasn't really much from the team over the course of 60 minutes. The push wasn't where you'd want it to be after you know, giving up the first goal of the game. There, there were long stretches of time where the Golden Knights were outshot and didn't really mount um, much of an offensive stand. And you know, they, they didn't give up a ton either, but it, it just never felt like the Golden Knights were in that game yesterday. See, I thought the, the lines would be flooded open today. Like, just jammed because people would be sour and upset. Yeah, they want to vent. Come on. But no, I I consider this a good thing that people are taking it in stride. They know what the issue is. It's injuries. They're beat up, and they got to get through it. Is 500 a good record in getting through it? Probably. Maybe. All all things considered. Because you've got the cushion, it wouldn't be. If you didn't have that thirteen and two start, well, you had the cushion last but, year too, though. Right, but you, you, you hopefully you're going to get healthy. Well, you right? hope so. Yeah, yeah, hope so. Don't be that guy. Don't go. We're going to be. Oh, hope so. No, no I mean, no, I, I, I'm the voice of the fan. Remember the the, uh, the idea is eventually it will come around. That for it to happen, like last year was historic. Uh, to happen mm-hmm. two years in a row and never get better would be would be wildly uh, out of out of whack. I consider this a good sign that that people aren't venting and tossing arrows and getting angry with everybody. Unless Wes is angry, tossing arrows, and yelling at people. Are you a Wes? Welcome to the VGK Insider Show. Wes? Hey, yeah. Um, May I suggest uh, that chemistry might have a little to do with it. We had a whole bunch of injuries. We had kids come up, and they've melted in and then we have new player or the original players coming back and they're getting shifted into different holes and bruce starts a game with these lineups and then like two three shifts into it he's putting it into a blender you gotta get chemistry with your linemates before you can start scoring goals and that's all we need is to start scoring goals um yeah, I, I think obviously you want to score goals, right? Like that's going to be a, an important aspect of this for the Golden Knights. I think your your idea on chemistry is one that is is interesting for a number of different reasons. Mainly because you've got guys that are playing in different situations with different players. You haven't really had any consistency night to night in terms of what the lineups look like for Bruce Cassidy and the Golden Knights because of the fact that Vegas has had essentially. Um, I, I get where you're coming from on on the chemistry. Injuries are a massive part of what's going on right now for the Golden Knights, and one thing that you're going to have to navigate if you're Bruce Cassidy. The problem that we looked at last season, and one of the things we talked about a lot, was when the Golden Knights got healthy about midway through the year, the expectation at that point was that it was going to level out, and it didn't. They They incurred more injuries. I feel like it's it's getting dangerously close, at least from from where I was at and, and fielding some of the calls. And Wes, thank you for your call. Uh, fielding some of the calls yesterday on the on the post game show is that to, to push in that direction where it feels like this is a legitimate second wave. And until we have some kind of timeline on Mark Stone, or we know how serious it is for Will Carrier, or what's going on with Alec Martinez, I think that there's 
kind of an uneasiness right now with the fan base. There is definitely something to what Wes talked about in chemistry and lines and trying to find something. And that's a, that's a byproduct of not getting it done and having momentum. So Bruce right now is is putting the, the lines together and it's not happening. So he's going to change it up. He's going to search for something else. Now he had a he had a lock and loaded fourth line. Well, that's been disrupted by injury. And now he's got the locked and loaded misfits. They weren't great yesterday. The best line, but uh, they weren't great. They had some chances, but not a, a dominant performance, which you'd hope that uh, that they would carry you through. So he's looking all over the place. But it's it's that uh, that they're looking all through the lineup for chemistry, and we've got this many other players in. And keep in mind, some of the players who have been called up are also injured. So there's that that wave of it uh, that they're searching for some chemistry. Uh, last call of the day goes to Rita on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Rita, do I have to have the delay ready? Oh, I don't think so. All right. I was kind of hoping it would, would be that case. Well, for one thing, I'm not upset. My thing is, and I know you guys don't remember, but at the end of the year last year, when we did not make the playoffs, I was a little agitated. Yeah. Uh, but my thing is, all this other stuff doesn't matter. All we got to do is get in. And we do have the team to do it. I, I do want to say, though, I worry about Mark's. And Dr. Saravelli has said it's his back. Now, I'd write him off, except as much as we hated what he said last year, he was right about Robin. I don't know who his inside is, but I hope to hell he's wrong. I don't know who his inside is either, because I wouldn't be giving him anything. Well, he was, you got to give him credit. He was right. Yeah, well, he's, he he's, gave him all that crap. He's right in a broad term, uh, and and he has been right in broadish terms. Uh, That's I will how we got right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. Because I don't know. Uh, he knows. Uh, more than I know, uh, that that's for sure. Uh, on, on that regard, hey, what what do you what do you clutch into? What's your your point of optimism? You mean with the team? Yeah. Why I'm okay. Yeah. Well, they were last year, and now there's a few new people on the team, but I don't believe there's a one of them that wants to go through not being in the playoffs again this year. Plus, I can't go through that long of a summer again, you know. Uh, that long without a VGK game is, you know, no no fan should have to go through that. I'm with you. Uh, great job. Uh, thanks, Rita. You love to hear from Rita uh, when she phones in, and uh, she just uh, says it like it is, and that was good. That that really e- exhibited what I was feeling when the phone lines weren't exploding. Like, mm-hmm. Rita, Rita's not... Happy, but there is a mm-hmm. oh, we gotta we gotta let's see what happens. Uh, we'll get through this, and 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 then we'll we'll uh, sort of size up our opinion after that. So I, I think this is uh this is a good sign from the fan base right now. Positivity alley, baby. Me, you guys, you guys are negative Nellies. 
come on. What have I said that's negative? Oh, you guys, like off the air, you guys are cursing <laughs> and, and yeah. kicking garbage cans yeah. and yelling yeah. at the postman. And, yeah, uh, well, gets, actually, you know what? I, I am yelling at FedEx right now. I told you. Yeah. See? You, you don't think I, I have access I to your ring doorbell? I know. He know. Well, no, you not should the see ring. What, you yeah. should see what I'm doing with your Roomba right now. No, uh, we're going to take Roomba. a break. Uh, when we continue a little bit more on yesterday, we've got a game rating to get to in just a little bit. And one-timers, news and notes from around the National Hockey League in Fox Sports Las Vegas. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. See, this is a song that came out I wouldn't turn it off. But I'd spend the entire lead-up trying to figure out what the opening verse is. I kind of know Sometimes it. Yeah, I wouldn't have got it. But it's pretty good. Just leaving through my passport right now. I got a lot of stamps. A lot of stamps going on in here. See now, back and forth between the U.S. and Canada on. only counts as one, though. It's is, not like it's not like it, you've been to Tokyo. Is being is being <laughs> the most traveled it, is is being the most traveled really important to you? Uh, just being the best is is really important to me. It doesn't matter. We could be well, playing Nerf anybody football. Can travel. We could be make playing you better than anyone. We could be scooter races. You just want to be the best, Ryan. Oh, that's basically like, what it like comes jousting? to. You to win everything. Like jousting in sumo suits? Honestly. You want to be the best at that? We weren't in sumo suits. And okay, just jousting. Jousting. Then. He cheated. That was a violation. No, uh, no, 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 no. You want to be the best at that? I would love to be I'm the sure best you can, at that. I'm sure you can arrange a rematch. Uh, maybe. In New York next week. Might do it. Oh. Times Square. A little jousting. Gary Lawless and I uh, getting it on. Uh, thanks for everybody uh, calling in today and giving us your opinion. Uh, Chapman. Yes. Thing that you're most worried about, thing that you're clutching to your optimistic chest right now. Well, I, I was thinking about it, and, and I didn't want to give the same answers that, that Ryan gave. And obviously, I, I'm, I'm very concerned about Mark Stone. But I'm, I'm a little concerned about the misfit line because they're not producing at the same clip. Jonathan Marchessault has missed, or he did miss, a couple of games. But I, I was going through some things here, and you've got one goal by Riley Smith in 2023. And before that, he hadn't scored since December 19th, the Buffalo game. So basically, you've got one goal by Riley Smith in almost a full month of action. Uh, he hasn't missed any time. Jonathan Marchessault... Now, like I said, he he did miss some time, but he's got one That's goal. the second most time he's ever missed. Yeah, but one goal since December 13th, and it was a garbage time goal against the L.A. Kings. No, when, it was a goal. I, I understand that, but it, we're you, using you can't say these, it was it was a, was a power play goal, right? But they were getting their butt kicked. Yeah, no, but it's still, and, and it's the still game a goal. was essentially it a, over. If you want to call it garbage it's an empty netter, I'll, I'll, I'll give you that. But okay. that, that was an actual goal. All right, fine. It, but nonetheless, it's one goal since... The middle of December, and like I said, he he has missed time. William Carlson, he's he's putting the puck in the net. He's got two goals in the last three games. Uh, before that, you, you had to go back to the Winnipeg game on December thirteenth to find a goal for William Carlson. So, the misfit line has not produced at the clip. Those guys, and 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 I think that's a bit concerning for me. 
Um, the the thing that I'm, I'm I'm positive about though is I feel like some of the younger guys, and I'm going to focus on Caden Korzak. I think he's played really well since being called up. He seems to skate really well, and he's got a little bit more offensive upside than I think I I, I expected. Driving up and down Broadway. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe maybe he's gotten used to you know he yeah. got got some practice he's got, on, in, he's, in, he's in York. Right at home here, going from Broadway to the Strip. But yeah, I mean, I mean, he he's played well, and and I think it's hard to 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 look at him and say that that you know he he hasn't done a, a pretty good job when when being called upon, and uh, you know I I feel like that's a positive. Look, he the fans are always saying we we need young guys to be able to come up, and I feel like Caden Korzak's done a really good job since being called up. The Riley Smith point, he's always been streaky, yes, up and down. So th- this doesn't surprise me uh, w- what's happening with Riley Smith. It's just when's he going to heat up again? That That's what I'm waiting for right now. A, a little dip expected based on well, yeah, you, in, you, in, in, in the four years. Okay, get, so he goes, he, he runs hot and cold. Uh, Marshall Hurt back in. Uh, I, I expect the, him to, to crank it up. Yesterday, I was anticipating that line because they were it was four lines that were completely different from the start of the game before that never happens but one of those lines is the misfits so that's the line there wouldn't be any easing in uh, to it they would be able to hit the ground running the rest of them it might take 10 minutes or, or so we didn't get that wall to wall dominant performance out of the misfits well to, so to that, sum it so up that that was missing yesterday for me, and I can I can count that. I would agree with you on that as as a concern. Hopefully that changes. Uh, and as far as King Korzak, I'm right on the money. We were talking uh, yesterday with a couple of guys up on the set uh, who stopped by for a visit, and we were raving about Caden Korzak. Where the old adage, if you don't notice, they're playing good. Like if when like the referee, you don't notice the referee. <laughs> Referees having a hell of a game. Yeah, Caden <laughs> uh, uh, Korzak falls under that category right now as as a young defenseman, and he was the guy that was back on the two on ones against Edmonton. Yeah, he 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 was not caught uh, cut out of position or uh, when when people didn't back up uh, uh, his his partner. Well, he had the so, big assist on on, on the Eichel and, goal, and the against, Eichel goal against against so uh, Florida. I, I think that uh, that we've seen some really strong. Uh, strides from from Caden Korzak, who's played what seven games. Yeah, just to him, and and just to touch on on finish up with the Misfits. I think yesterday kind of summed it up because there was a moment in the game where William Carlson and Riley had a two on one, and they didn't even force Ottinger to make a save. The the, the puck went. Well, he missed it high. Yeah, Riley missed it high. Yeah. So so I mean that, that kind of summed up maybe the team performance yesterday, but I I feel like you got to at least make Ottinger make a save on that. Or Ottinger's so dialed in to people's heads that you think you, you got to be it? perfect, yeah, and and you're missing it. I, you guys know this for me. I don't want anybody ever pass on a two on one, and no. I want every shot to hit the net, even if you hit the goalie in the crest. That that, uh, <laughs> that those those are my old man go tos. Are, are you up on the set yelling? Don't pass it! Don't yeah. pass it! Shoot and, it! And guess what? I'm always wrong. When, when Riley and Will throw it back and forth, I'm like, oh, oh, that was good. Yeah. But initially, I'm like, ah, oh. uh, like that. Those are my old man go tos. Never pass on a two on one. Get because you want to get the shot and make sure you hit the net. 
and uh, and yesterday was was a little bit too fine, but I have trouble when when you look back and it'd be impossible now, but you look back and see how close he was to the net, like it's just a fraction off. That is it any better if he hits the net and he hits him the crest or or and and shades it down? I I don't know. Um, I would have liked to them to be in the same situation of making Ottinger make a save and maybe maybe there there can be a rebound there. But uh I again I strike that back to my my ageism. No, I, 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 I'm with you on that because at least if you put it on him and he, he's forced to make a save, like you just mentioned, there there's there's a few different things that could happen. You could score, obviously that's the best, or or you do give up a rebound, you get control of the puck back. I, I mean I think it just kind of summed up everything yesterday. Like this, it was just that type of day. Yeah, felt like we could could have played that game until midnight, and puck wasn't going. No, but it wasn't. Mm-hmm. And I'll get into this in hour number two. There are some positives out of this Edmonton and Dallas back to back that has been totally overshadowed. And I'm not just Johnny positive, turning the the light the right way, and standing in the sun. Uh, on the one spot that it's hitting the ground, there's legitimate positives. I'll point that out. But I acknowledge it did not go great the last couple of games, Ryan. No, it didn't. And, I mean, listen, I'm kind of with Chapman in that, you know, in that situation, two-on-one, when you have it, you want to make the goalie make a save. However, you got to get it on net. And I, I, I trust Riley Smith to make the right play at the right moment in the game. Um, but you know, those are those are situations where you just you want to get it on net. You want to force uh, Jake Ottinger, who had a shutout and you know had some scrambly moments here and there, but otherwise it wasn't it wasn't a terribly difficult day for Ottinger. Uh, you want to force him to try to make a save. Now for the Golden Knights, I think you have. Uh, an ability now to kind of set some things right over the next couple of games. You've got Detroit, you've got Washington. Those should be games where the Golden Knights are are certainly on Thursday. They're they're in a position, in a mindset to go out and and absolutely have a, a top to bottom fantastic sixty minute game. And then I I don't know who isn't going to get up for playing against Alexander Ovechkin on Saturday. Remember night. the last so time he was here. With, 50 goals, right? Yeah. So I Yeah, so you you have a lot, a lot to be upset about over the course of this weekend, but I still think you can get to four wins, three losses on this homestand. You can still make it a winning homestand, which is something the Golden Knights should endeavor to do, need to find a way to to make happen. Um and and it really it all hinges on what their performance looks like on Thursday night against Detroit. Twenty eight thousand dollars. What does that have to do with anything? I'll tell you next on Fox Sports Las Vegas. This is the VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, ninety eight point nine FM and thirteen forty AM. Now back to Darren Millard and Ryan Wallace. 28 grand cash or certified check this way. All right, now we're rolling the hockey parlay contest by Michael E. Minden, Jewelers, Fashion Zone Mall. Uh, it happens every Friday where we pick three games, invite a caller to come on and select a winner. 
If you go three for three, you get the cash. If not, it rolls over at $100 every week. And Shane was our competitor this week. And Shane, how did Shane do? Just, just recapping. He did not win. He did not he win. He didn't win. by the end of it going towards us. You know what game he lost? You, you Yeah. Yep. And I thought yep. I had set it up perfectly because Philadelphia and Washington played early in the week and the Flyers won. And mm-hmm. then they had the rematch. And I thought there's no way the Flyers are going to sweep a home and home with Washington. Certainly iPads are not uh, <laughs> on that Philadelphia Flyer bench. And what happens? The Flyers go out and and do it. I was, was too early because yesterday the by the Boston Bruins time finally caught up to them but uh, uh was that the only game that that Shane got wrong yeah he he actually won mine wow yeah Vancouver stinks so the Panthers them so I, <laughs> I, I ask you guys in, in all seriousness we're gonna we're gonna roll this thing and there'll be uh sixteen hundred dollars by the end of it uh but if mm-hmm. nobody wins Chapman and I walk away with dollars. Yes, courtesy uh, of Mike Lee Minden yep. in the uh, fashion show yep. fashion show mall exactly <laughs> yep. uh, well done do you do you think we get a winner? Like uh, at, at some point during the course of the, of the run of play? Yeah, yeah 16 we weeks. Will. Yeah, yeah, I think we will. Chapman? I'm going to make it very hard. I hope not. I want it to keep going. <laughs> but I, I, I'm with Ryan. I think at some point someone will break through and, and I'll pick the wrong game or you'll pick the wrong game and, and the guy will end up winning. Like I picked a game that was easy. And mm-hmm. ended up going against Shane. Well, here's the thing. You and I are actually trying to make it difficult now. Ryan's just now, throwing now, layups oh, out there. Now, <laughs> now, now I'm all in. Like, I'm picking the toughest game because there's no rhyme Ooh. or reason to hockey. Yes. There's, there's just nothing. And and the, mm-hmm. the, nobody can research the, the games because we're giving them to you. On the floor. Live on the air. Yeah. And you've got to pick right away. So you can't look at tendencies. The only thing you got is what's already in your noggin. Yep. And home or away. Gut feeling. That's it. We're not mm-hmm. telling you whether they're on a back-to-back or anything. I don't even know whether the team's on a back-to-back. I'm just basically picking it based on the matchup. Uh, and nobody can win this thing. And we're going into week four next week. Yep. 400 yep. bucks on the line. And I think it's going to roll. We're, we're going to get uh, up to a C-note before long. And it's going to be people are going to be clamoring to get into this thing. I For, for our show... Ladies and gentlemen, not that I'm uh, angling. I have no ability to, to set this thing up, but I hope we get to a grand because that would be cool. Yes. It, it, then, then it builds and it becomes something. Right now, mm-hmm. it's just Chapman and I trying to steal 28 grand. <laughs> yep. Still don't know how you got that number. And Ryan throwing and, layups and, like the devils and the kings and, out and, there. And Ryan, layups <laughs> like the devils and the kings. Yeah, of course, Chapman, because you you really thought that one was a layup at the time of, of me picking it. Come on. I actually thought he was going to win. I thought the devils were going to lose that game. Only well, only one of us only one of us has taken like Tampa versus Arizona and put it on the docket. Okay, come on. Let's be real here. Who did that? You. you. Oh, yeah. Well, because at the time I thought, well, we'll get it. But then I discovered a way that uh, that – Chapman and I could spend benefits you thirty two yeah. grand and and I'm like yeah. we 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 could put sixteen thousand dollars each in our jeans if nobody wins this thing 
let, let's go to it. Take a lot of space in those 60, jeans. Why not sixty-four thousand? Even better. Just making well, it money. It dep- depends on on. Uh, like, yeah. I haven't looked at the rules. You're the rules guy. Does it sure. once you get to a certain point? Does it start doubling every week? Uh, the actual total amount. It's like or, deal or no yeah, deal. It, yeah. It, it actually it it compounds interest, Darren. So Love it'll that. actually be worth like one million dollars at the end of this. Well, thing. I can't be on one million dollars. I need like for, a one point two five for you. No, 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 no. For you, for you, it'll be one million dollars. Yeah, Chapman, I just want like uh, one weird. We'll, we'll, give me a weird number chapman you're getting paid in canadian though okay a couple loonies or toonies or whatever you're calling loonies. them yeah it's it's 32 grand yeah chapman let me let me know when you actually see one of those yeah in canadian i or... still don't believe that they exist i've got one in my bag right now right beside my passport, Next to your passport. <laughs> hey what, what's yeah, this that's right the one now? he's supposed he's got, to give me man that passport looks gracious. like it's worn look at that i got my delta my 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 covid stickers from tokyo oh uh, yeah, on, yeah on the back to get me on the plane i got the the passport. I I've got my passport here. The world traveler. You guys, <laughs> a bunch of goofballs, trying to keep up with Millard. Stacking no chance. Uh, no chance of that. Day. So uh, we look forward to it. Friday will be round four of the hockey parlay contest on the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show. Brought to you by Michael E. Minden Jewelers in the Fashion Show Mall. We can't wait. Uh, I'm going to start looking at the schedule early. I don't want to outthink myself. Oh, you will. But I could do a lot with 16K. See, Chapman, what I think would be really fun is if you and I give layups and Darren's is the only game that doesn't go. And then everyone can get mad at Darren and blame Darren. Yeah, because Darren's out for himself. Keep that going. I know. It'd be great. It'd be fun. Or I make no apologies for that. Or you start throwing out harder games, and all of a sudden they become layups, and the only <laughs> you're the one that causes you to lose. Anybody out who money. says they're know. not out for themselves is either dumb or lying. Sure. So are or you? Both. What are you guys? Oh, I'm lying. <laughs> Hour number two is coming up on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Stay with us.